This is Thursday, May 12th. I have some new plants in my backyard. They are fruit trees. There's an avocado, a key lime, and a mango. Now they're babies, and I'm trying to learn the secret to producing the best fruit. I've learned a fair amount thus far. For example, it helps to fertilize them each year at just the right time. This will drive nutrients into the tree and push fruit production. Next, spray for pests. Finally, prune. Yes, cutting back these trees at the right time pushes them to grow and produce better fruit. Now, do you know that that's also true for the church? When the church was pruned by persecution, as we learned on Sunday, the result has always been growth and development. One of the church fathers, Tertullian, explained it like this, We spring up in greater numbers the more we are mown down by you. The blood of the Christians is the seed of a new life. Now we are seeing this truth at various places around the world. Take China, for example. Their Christians live under constant threat of danger in prison and even worse. But the church has exploded, doubling in the last decade or so. Today, likely more Christians speak Chinese than any other language on earth, with the exception of Spanish. From the start, Christians have faced persecution. Here's our text to today that we looked at on Sunday. Acts chapter 8, verse 1 to 3. And Saul approved of his execution. And there arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Devout men buried Stephen, and made great, made great lamentation over him. But Saul was ravaging the church, and entering house after house, he dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. Now this chapter has an abrupt beginning. We are informed that Saul, he's later called Paul by the Lord, was in support of the killing of Stephen. Stephen enters the story of the church when the apostles were trying to meet the growing needs of the church in Jerusalem. There just wasn't enough time to bring food to the needy in the church and also keep up their teaching and leadership responsibilities. So the apostles responded by appointing the first deacons, and Stephen was one of them. He was chosen because he was faithful, and the Spirit's presence was evident in his life. From the start, Stephen shared the gospel with anyone who would listen, and soon the religious leaders sent some trained teachers to challenge Stephen. But they couldn't withstand his wisdom and the truth that he shared with them from the scriptures. When the authorities could not make headway, they sent instigators to stir up trouble and claim that Stephen Stephen was speaking against the law of God and against Moses. This gave the religious authorities a reason to arrest Stephen. And from there, we know what happened. He was brought before them. Stephen wasn't afraid. On the contrary, Scripture tells us that his face shined like the face of an angel Before the authorities could get together a true trial, Stephen preached the gospel to them. 
Stephen went back over Israel's history and connected the dots all the way to Jesus. Here's how he closed his message. You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, who you have now betrayed and murdered. You who received the law is delivered by angels and did not keep it. Wow! You have to admit Stephen was pretty frustrated by the stubborn hearts of the people at this point. He showed them their hypocrisy. He explained that they had killed God's Messiah, and at this they became enraged, and they took him outside the city and stoned him to death. As he died, he said, Lord, do not hold this against them. Now you could imagine that people that had come to believe in Jesus might rethink their commitment at a time like this. But exactly the opposite happened. Though many were driven from the city and scattered across Palestine, they continued to share the message about Jesus. Actually, if the religious leaders hoped to shut down the new movement by killing Stephen and ramping up persecution, they were greatly mistaken. This moment signals a new growth coming in the number of believers. As those persecuted dispersed from Jerusalem, they took the gospel with them. And as a result, the faith spread in many surrounding cities. Tertullian was right. The more they per were persecuted, the more the church flourished. They were forced to cling to Jesus and hope in him, and their hope and joy spread. Now this makes us wonder if we see our calling to share the hope we have in Christ. We've been scattered into this city by God for that purpose, to share Jesus and to invite people to come to Him. We're not living with fear of persecution, but think of the great opportunity we've been afforded through freedom. Let's think about that as we pray today. All-wise and all-knowing God, there are times when we can't see Your hand. Some moments do not make sense to us. Remind us that You are always working, even when we cannot see You and that we can always trust in you. For in your name we pray, Amen.